Coffee Conversations about Influence Marketing is brought to you by Influential, a strategic consultancy that takes the guesswork out of influence marketing for your brand. We provide much-needed strategically crafted frameworks on how to implement influencer campaigns specific to your brand needs. Good day, and thank you for listening to Coffee Conversations about Influencer Marketing. As always, I'm Anne, your host. In this episode, we take another look at employee influencing, but this time in the telecoms industry. We're in conversations with Hopalang Mghela Lecheta, who is the executive head of marketing for Vodacom Business and a member of the Vodacom Business Exco. Her flair for innovation, technology, and new business development has allowed her to create impactful business campaigns and programs for companies like Oracle and Microsoft across Africa. Before you listen to the episode, a quick reminder to subscribe to the podcast on your chosen platform, rate and share. Without any further delay, Here's the episode. Thank you so much for joining us today, Khupalang. We really appreciate your time. I think to kick off, please tell us a little bit more about who you are and what your role is at Vodacom. Sure. Um, I'm the executive head of marketing at Vodacom Business. Vodacom Business is a division of the Vodacom Group, where we look after mostly enterprise and corporates. Um, um, accounts from you know being small businesses to very large multinationals, and I think how I found myself at Vodacom Business in the um, as a, in the marketing department, run, running the marketing department, is from my previous uh, experience in technology companies such as Microsoft, Oracle, and even a local you know business like BCX, where um, my technology background as well as my techno- my communications background has helped me really find a niche in doing communications and marketing for technology companies. So um, that's what I've been enjoying, you know, doing for the past, I don't know, over 10 years probably. Um, And that's how I'm myself at Vodacom, yeah. That sounds like a marriage made in heaven. Your love for comms, your love for tech, and here you are the telecoms industry. Exactly, yeah. Um, So you obviously work more on the B2B side of Vodacom. Um, I can only imagine it's really difficult to create awareness and keep top of mind, especially that most people know Vodacom as more of a consumer product than a business product. Is this maybe one of the reasons that you decided to um, use employee influencing as part of your marketing efforts? Um, you're, You're very right in the sense that, you know, as a B2B marketer, people you know, always think that B2B marketing is a bit boring, um, not as exciting as consumer um, marketing. <laughs> but um, we've, we've had to really try to ensure that we, we break through the noise. We, we, we start um, using some really creative ways of communicating to our customers, um, especially when we are under such a big brand like Vodacom. We yeah. had to find a way to start communicating what Vodacom business stands for, who we are, who we who we service and with what solutions so employee um you know influencing was one of the 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 tactics that we kind of wanted to use um because i think as as you may understand it's we as vodacom business we may not have as much budget as the consumer side of the business so we had to find very cost efficient ways to communicate but impactful ways to communicate Absolutely. Making the most of that small budget. Exactly. And how did you hear about influencer or employee influencer marketing? 
Yeah, I think, you know, we've we've all been exposed to kind of this, you know, the celebrity influences. That's where it yes. all started from, where, you know, big celebrities were using certain products on TV. And, um, you know, then that grew away from um, celebrities where anyone could actually be an influencer, especially we've seen a big rise in South Africa of, of micro-influencers from people who you've never heard before, but all of a sudden, because of social media um, and platforms like Instagram become overnight successes. You Absolutely. Know? Um, and I think employee influencer was the, nation, the natural progression to see mm. how you can use a very captive audience that understands your brand, loves your brand, and to, to use them to communicate about your brand. So I think it was all just a natural progression that eventually employee influencing would be something that we would use because we've got the employees there, you know? And so why not make them part of the journey and part of the, the marketing force? I think it's so clever when brands do that. You've already got all these people that work for you. Most of them love um, their, the brand they work for, the job they do, and they just kind of know the ins and outs of the business better than anyone else that you can employ to be an influencer. So why not make them part of this journey, like you say, and also integrating them more into the business through doing that? Exactly. I think you're spot on. I mean, these are part of the DNA of the business, you know, and yeah. they can positively impact the way that we, that, that people view us as an employer and as the way that our customers view us as a business partner. So what do you aim to achieve through this program with your employees at Vodacom? Yeah, I think we have at Vodacom Business, we are selling solutions and most of those solutions are can be very complex sometimes to explain to non-technical customers mm. but when you have expert experts in the field within the business who understand these solutions i mean things like internet of things cloud computing um we have internal experts who understand these things intimately and they can easily translate them into very simple english that can yeah show and articulate the value that customers can receive um, by using some of our solutions. So the, what I'm really hoping to achieve is, first of all, to show the experts and expertise that we have mm. as a business, inside the business, um, and also to have these very experts also grow their own profile in the market, which in turn will show and, and attract more customers because they will share with more customers through their own networks um, using platforms like LinkedIn, which we encourage very much from a Vodacom business perspective. We encourage all of our executives to, to really share as much content as possible on platforms like LinkedIn with their own networks. And most likely that their networks consist of potential customers or potential future employees. Um, and why not use that network to, to help amplify the message that we want to communicate? I think you said something so powerful there. So you're using this program to not only kind of attract new business partners or new customers, but you're also using it to empower your employees so that they can also further their careers, so they feel more ingrained in the business. And then at the end of the day, that can also lead to further employer retention. Exactly. I mean, this is a form of employee advocacy, right? And employee Correct. engagement. Because 
to, together as a team with our um, employees and myself being one of those employees. I, I mean, I look at myself sharing, I share a lot of um, content that interests me. I'm very passionate about small businesses. I'm very passionate about women empowerment and technology. So when there's content available to share that speaks to who I am as a person, authentically so, I, I, I use a platform to do it. And um, the company allows us to have that freedom where we've put tools in place, um, where we have curated content that mm-hmm. an employee, depending on their preference and their topic of interest, can take that content, edit it to still be in the tonality of the company, but to suit their own personality and share it. I love that. And it also means that it comes from a real person, not a business that always people kind of find a bit cold. And it also adds that relatability to that information. I agree completely. I think the trust element becomes very strong there because it's an individual who is probably a subject matter expert in that specific topic. But because they have, you know, shared it in a way that's that's that aligns to them, um, they are peop- the people that they have friends and families that reach um, their content on, on digital platforms, mm-hmm. um, have their, their opinions and therefore makes it more authentic. Absolutely. I know we've now spoken about how the employee kind of benefits from being on this program. And we also said that it will generally attract more business to Vodacom as a whole. But what other benefits do you see for the business um, using this program? I think for the business, it really helps um, strengthen the internal brand. Um, you know, so our cust- our customers, when they hear the brand promise and they experience um, one-on-one engagement with our team members, they that resonates. There's a consistency in in the in the brand promise internally and externally. There's a match there. And also for me, um, from a marketing perspective. This is really the cheapest way to to, to really do Wonderful. a campaign. <laughs> and I get great, great awareness at literally zero <laughs> cost, you know, because these, again, are, are individuals who are passionate about what they do for a living and are yeah. passionate about the brand. And that really does come through when they talk. So the awareness of the brand for me goes up and also the, the just the, the, the positive sentiment of the brand mm. comes across. And that's very important. And I think that is just like music to your marketers. Yeah. A, it's really cost effective. B, you're using people who are really passionate. So you don't have to train them and mm. watch them like hawks. Mm-hmm. And three, your brand sentiment just gets stronger and stronger. How amazing. Exactly. <laughs> but let's speak about this time in the pandemic. I think no one can get away with it. We've basically been living in isolation for the last six months. And we don't really know how long this is going to carry on. And from a marketing point of view, a lot of businesses obviously had to relook at their messaging and kind of even their services at times to kind of align with what people need and want during this time. Did you have a look at your own marketing tactics and your messaging? Did you see the need to pivot that as well? Oh, absolutely. I think as a B2B marketing team, we, we were always very high touch. So the personal engagement with our customers was something that's very important. With um, the pandemic coming on and social distancing to protect our sales teams and our team Mm -hmm. members, um, you know, we obviously had to stop going to see our customers. Um, But 
that meant we had to really pivot to digital first, which we've always been doing as a company, but we had to ramp it up very quickly okay. to say, how do we continue to be top of mind, communicate with our customers, but obviously maintaining, you know, um, the social mm -hmm. distancing. So digital um, platforms like webinars, webcasts um, became very important. And this also employee influencing, um, using them on their own platforms helped with that because that meant, you know, it still could continue with team members were working from home, but could mm -hmm. still post on LinkedIn, you know, or share even thoughts on LinkedIn that um, could help support some of the campaigns we're running. So um, the pandemic for, for us, I think, just helped us continue to drive a digital first marketing approach. And as a telco with lots of technology solutions, we really had to ramp up and be ready to support our customers operate from anywhere at any time during this, this, this pandemic to ensure that there's business continuity for them. Um, so we always have, we, we were always on, we had to have an always on digital approach to everything that we did. That is so um, profound as well, because I feel like without being able to go physically to your customers, um, having that in-person relationship that's now shifted so heavily to digital, like you say, even more so now, having mm -hmm. that employee influencing and having connected to your clients online and on LinkedIn, you still have that kind of digital presence. Um, you still get in front of them more than what, what you thought you would. So it kind of does stay exactly. top of mind in that way. Exactly. And we didn't have to change much. So we didn't have to really like train our team members, our staff members to do anything different because we had been doing it, you know? Exactly. So it was really to say, let's continue what you've been doing, but just ramp it up because now we need more of it. Because there is, you know, in replacing the physical one-on-one -on -one engagement, in-person mm -hmm. engagement. Most of you know that Influential is our podcast sponsor. But did you know that my co-host Anne heads up the agency? And that is the first ever boutique agency in South Africa that specializes in developing strategy for influencer marketing. Anne and her team are experts in the field and they've spent years warning their skills and knowledge about influencer marketing and at some of the country's biggest PR and media agencies. The moment that you think you might want an influencer campaign, make sure to call or email them first because without strategy, you might not have the outcomes that you would like and are looking for. In addition to talking all things influence on this podcast and also puts together the fantastic influential newsletter that comes out every month and this is another way for you to keep up to date with the industry. The link to latest newsletter is in the show notes. Check it out. And if you like, please subscribe. Anne's contact details are also on there. Let's keep the conversation flowing. I suppose this is also a great kind of opportunity, for lack of a better word, for a telco to step up and say, well, we're ready for this. We don't need to really make many adjustments. Um, I guess so, yeah. We've always been digital first. And I think what this pandemic helped us do was really continue doing what we've been doing, just yeah. really increasing the frequency um, and ramping up the digital comms and, and engagements that we've been doing. And obviously being on South Africa's leading network helps because it ensures that we're always connected with our customers so that they know we're there to support them at all times. Absolutely. Let's talk a bit about traditional marketing versus 
new or digital marketing as it's known. What is your view on using influencer marketing to support both your traditional marketing efforts and also traditional marketing supporting influencer marketing or digital marketing methods? I think, you know, many people have the misconception that you have to do either or. I and I believe you have to do both. There's definitely uh, merits to traditional marketing and just adding on the digital marketing to help with reach, um, you know, is really what I think is, is, is the best approach. So using the best of both worlds um, and leveraging digital marketing for your reach and also to really help with your, you know, with those challenge, budget challenges that we know we all go through yeah. um, is the approach that I think everybody should really consider. I agree. I always think it's so silly when people say only one type is the best. And I'm like, no, you've got all these options. Take the best and just combine yeah. them and you will see something exactly. magical happen. It always goes back to, you know, the, you know, marketing 101. Who's your audience? Who do you want to talk to? Yeah. Always think about that and then decide from there which direction or which form of marketing or channel you need to engage and use. But definitely everything works hand in hand. Absolutely. I think that's very wise advice and I think everyone should write that down. First figure out who you're talking to and where they spend most of their time and then work backwards. Mm. Which digital channel or traditional channel should be at the fore and which should be supporting it really is exactly. that simple. Exactly. So when we look at um, employee influencing as an influencer marketing channel, do you think um, strategy is as important with that as it is with, with other marketing um, kind of channels or plans? I definitely think so because you, you don't want to have this great platform or vehicle um, in your employee influences or even you know, micro influencers, but not have a plan of what they should be communicating to who and when. It's yeah. very important to still have a strong, a clear strategy on what it is you're trying to achieve so you can use them appropriately. Um, the, the last thing you want is to really have, you know, all of these influencers who are loving your brand, are willing to, to really speak on your brand, but they don't have a strong message to, to, to communicate. Sure. So strategy is important in everything you do. I think that's, that's the foundation of everything, or else you're just really going nowhere fast, right? I agree. What's that saying? If you plan to fail, you fail to plan, something like that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I'll ask you that because someone the other day, we were talking about this, and they literally think you just like, send out an email to your employees and you tell them to do something. And I was like, no, you need like a proper structure to it to guide them at least. Exactly. You need a proper structure to guide them. And also you need a few do's and don'ts because let's yes. be honest, not all of us and our team members are digital natives, no. right? So you get some people who are very scared of posting stuff. We, I mean, we had sure. some of this happening with our team members where some were like, I'm too scared. What if I say something wrong? We're like, well, that's why we're going to write the content for you and you can just really make it, you know, what works for you. Absolutely. And I think it also comes to the point, and I think you mentioned it earlier, some people are natural content creators and others mm. just aren't. So the yeah. ones who are, give them the structure and they will probably 
do the most amazing piece of content um, in their own right. But the people who are a bit scared, give them the tools and they literally just add their own personal spin on it. And it's still just as great. Exactly. And also don't forget you, you as a brand also have a personality and tonality that you want to maintain and protect. So, you know, guidance is very important. You need to give structure to what you're, what you're asking people to communicate or what they can communicate. 100%. And on that note, do you think it's important to have an influencer agency partner to guide your employees through this program? Or are you more happy to do it in-house? I think sometimes it does help to have um, a content agency, you know, that can help plan and structure content in, in a seamless way with one golden thread flowing through everything. Sure. Sometimes as marketing people were so involved in their operations, yes. um, you know, and, you know, you're always like running, you know, that you, <laughs> you sometimes fail to take time to sit and think about the bigger picture. Yeah. Um, although, that, I mean, that's what we should do and that's what the strategy is supposed to help you do. But I, I believe it's always important to, especially when it comes to micro-influencers, to have mm-hmm. an agency that, that can help track some of these micro-influencers and, and see what they're posting, check their followers, check if, you know, like do the, 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 the t- cross the T's and dot the I's for yes. you because we sometimes don't have the time to do it, um, you know. Um, with the employee um, influences, it's, it's a bit easier because you can have more control mm-hmm. um, and this is all internal. And I think when you're part of the same organization, you understand the ethos of the organization. So people are more likely to act accordingly. But with some, you know, influences like celebrity influences and micro influences, it's, it's a, you need to have somebody help you control the situation. Absolutely. And I think it's also sometimes when we think um, want to do it in-house, but sometimes you don't have all the tools yet to do that. Uh-huh. So it's always yeah. good to bring in an expert that can literally show you and teach you probably in a couple of weeks what you would have taken years to learn. So it also saves you yeah. time just to kind of tap into that expertise. Exactly. And as we know, we always can use more cool ideas. Yeah. You know? So creativity in, 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 in different minds is, is what's needed in a marketing environment where you all feed off each other. So a new, fresh perspective is always important. I think that is, is quite an important point right there. Like you were saying, as a marketer, you're sometimes so entrenched in everything that you don't see the forest or the, what do they call the mm. trees for the forest? Um, mm. That when you get this new person in or just um, someone from the outside, they see things that you just don't see that might be wonderful. Yeah. And I mean, one thing that I do as well currently is I get younger, fresh minds to help us. We've got a great internship program at photo.com and I sometimes pull on some of that creative thinking from the, from the young minds because they are native digital people. They, they live on these platforms, you know? So just always, always ask for a second opinion. It doesn't hurt. I agree with us. Would you encourage other service providers or telecoms to invest in this type of program and use their employees? I think any organization should consider that because as we mentioned at the beginning, you've got a willing and captive audience that love and understand your brand. Mm. And therefore they are more equipped to communicate the right message to the right audience. Um, So I I think employee influencing is, is something that, 
also drives great employee engagement internally because few people feel part of a bigger picture. They feel like they're adding value to communicating what the organization does to the external market. And it, it's a sense of pride, right? So I think every organization should consider it. You've got employees that love the brand and let them show that love externally. Sure. I do like that a lot. And I think it also comes back to you, you ingrain them in, in the organization and it's really cost effective and it's great marketing. Mm. I mean, what's not exactly. to love? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're almost at the end of our show, our chat with you. Um, so thank you so much for making time for us yet again. But before you go, okay. can you tell our listeners maybe if they are a brand or they work for a brand that want to consider doing an employee influencing program, what should they really think about and what kind of should be that first steps of consideration? I think firstly, know your audience, know your people. <laughs> so know your staff members. Um, you will always have, you know, those who are more digitally inclined than others. And that's okay. You know, for those that are a bit nervous about putting stuff out there and externally mm -hmm. on, on, on social media platforms, then give them some guidance. Put a clear plan and, and guidelines and strategy around how you're going to do this um, employee um, influencer program. Um, and also give them the content that you want them to communicate. You know, people are more willing to, to, to communicate if you, they, if you give them something. Then they don't have to spend time thinking about the words and what it mm -hmm. is they're trying to, you know, communicate. And then lastly, where can listeners connect with you online if they want to find out more about you? Well, LinkedIn is always best. I think that's yeah. that's my platform of choice. Um, so on LinkedIn, they can get a hold of me there. My full name, Hopolang Ngalele Kreta. And um, always inbox me and we can have a conversation. Amazing. I'm sure you'll get some, some connections there to have a chat with you. Um, but thanks again for your time and really explaining to us um, the benefits of Employee Influencer today. Thank you for having me. It was fun. It was fun chatting to you. It's a huge pleasure. Thanks so much, Hopalang, and have Thank a good afternoon. You. Thank you so much, and take care and be safe. Will do. You too.